Hi YouTube, Luminous Star here. Welcome to my channel, Luminous Star. If this is your first time, welcome, welcome. For current subscribers, mwah, mwah, thank you so much for your subscription. Guys, at the end of the video, leave comments, questions, and hit the like and or subscription button. Okay guys, today I'm going to be talking about the toxic links that bind the narcissist to our lives. Okay, those toxic links that bind the narcissist to our lives. That's what I want to talk about today. All right. Now, first thing, the first link. Now, actually, there are many, but I'm only going to go over three. Okay. And then I'm going to go ahead and speak a little bit about each link. Okay. <laughs> first link is a toxic link, actually. The first toxic link is codependency. Codependency usually binds the narcissist to our lives. Okay? That's what keeps them around. Okay? It's a toxic link, but it's very necessary if you want the narcissist to continue to hang around your life, to hover over your life, to be seemingly, well, joined at the hip with you. Okay. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> so the toxic link, the first one again is codependency. Now, one of the things that codependents do is that they seek approval, right? You don't need the approval of the narcissist. So once you get that inside here and here that you don't need the narcissist approval, not only that, but you don't desire it anymore. Okay. You don't desire it, nor do you need it. So that toxic link called codependency will keep the narcissist in your life or at least hovering around you. Okay. So again, codependency, you have to really look at that. Are you a codependent? If so, get real about it. Get real. Face that you have codependent tendencies, okay? Or that you are a hardcore codependent because one of the traits of a codependent is seeking approval. Narcissists absolutely want your undivided attention. So what did that mean? Part of that is seeking their approval. You, you will have their attention, okay? You, I'm sorry, they will get your attention because while you're trying to get them to love you, like you, respect you, validate you, see, your attention is on them. So they will absolutely have your undivided attention. Again, one of the main things about a codependent, because I am a former codependent, yes, I am a former codependent. So I, I know of what I speak. Yes, always seeking approval. And the narcissist absolutely would love nothing more than to have you at their mercy. Of course, they want you at their mercy. You're begging for a validation. You're begging for acceptance. You're begging for them to love you, like you, notice you, anything. You practically, uh, you know, you're short of standing on your head trying to get their attention. And the narcissist absolutely is finding a lot of amusement. 
He's finding, he or she is finding a lot of amusement with that. As long as you're jumping through fiery hoops, you know, you're, you're bending yourself up in the pretzel, the narcissist absolutely loves it because all of the attention goes on him or her. Okay, so codependent, codependency or being a codependent is the first toxic link, okay, that will keep a narcissist tied to you and your life, your children, so on and so on, okay? All right, number two, toxic link number two is having a martyr mentality. You have to be the martyr, right? You take, I mean, you have so much tolerance for BS. Yeah, you have a lot of tolerance for taking abusive behavior from others. You have a high tolerance, right? You want to save them. You want to make everything in the relationship all right. The narcissist can care less, but they're getting a lot of attention from you. So that kind of, you know, correlates with the first toxic link. So if you are a person who is not only an empath, I'm not saying these things are, are you know, being an empath is, is negative. I'm not saying that. Actually, I think that's a beautiful quality and a trait to have. Okay. So being a codependent and then linking that with being a martyr. Yeah. The narcissist is going to eat that up like candy. They're going to eat that up and that will absolutely keep them hovering around your life. It will keep them sniffing around. It will keep them right in the center of your life. If they're not right in the center, they're going to at least be hovering around or they're going to be sniffing around. Right. In other words, they're still going to be around. Narcissists are still going to be around. And if you are a person who is absolutely ready for the narcissist to be gone, you have to check yourself. You have to check the codependency and you have to check. Are you a person who likes to save people? Are you a person that wants everybody to feel loved, to be nourished? And this is not wrong. These are beautiful tra traits. What I'm saying is it's a toxic link because the narcissist is involved. It is not a, a, a toxic characteristic. Let me make that clear. That's, it's not a toxic characteristic. It is a toxic link because these characteristics, unfortunately for the narcissist, they smell blood. If you are that type of person, they're, they're drawn to you like a magnet and not for very good reasons. Okay. That's all I'm saying. So unfortunately what narcissists tend to do is they look for certain characteristics or traits in people who know who have the capacity to love and they know how to care for people. They have empathy and sympathy. Unfortunately, narcissists really look for that so they can use those traits as a weapon against the person. I know it's sick and sadistic. It's twisted. It's evil. In my opinion, it's downright evil. But this is what I want you guys to really get. Right? I really want you to get because it took me some time to get this. So, I, I mean, I went through some stuff before I got that. I took a whole lot of shit, guys. Excuse my language, but, you know, I get very passionate about this. I took a lot of stuff from people like narcissists in my past, when I was a child, when I was younger, an adolescent, on to my early adulthood. I began to wake up. I began to wake up around the age of 29, 30. 
but before that time, yeah, I, I had a very high tolerant, tolerance of taking things. So the codependency, I'm going to recap. The codependency is the first toxic link. The second toxic link is having a martyr mentality, wanting to save everyone, making sure that everybody is okay in the relationship. And you sacrifice yourself in the process. So martyr mentality. The third and final toxic link is having an obsession with perfectionism or being a perfectionist. And you have a, you, you just, you're very obsessed. Everything has to be perfect. Everything has to be right. You have to make sure you do the right thing. Narcissists will use that against you. They will use that against you. You have to, and they know this about you. They know that you are the type of person who has morals, you have values, you, you, you like to get things done, you, you want to do the right thing. You know, you have a beautiful traits and characteristics about yourself. You're beautiful, and the narcissist knows it. The narcissist makes it all ugly because they twist all of those things around and they use those beautiful traits that you have. Mwah. Okay? They use it against you. Now, the narcissist is being ugly. Their behavior is ugly. You are not ugly. The fact that you love to nourish people, care for them, love them, that is what makes you beautiful. That's part of what makes you beautiful. That's part of my beautiful traits. And I embrace it. So I want to encourage you in this video to embrace those things that are awesome about yourself. Okay? Don't let the narcissist twist and, and, and use that against you so you can feel badly. Now, you can't control that they will attempt to do those things. You can't control that. We cannot control that. But what we can do is because we're responsible for our lives, we cannot give them place in our lives anymore. So these toxic links, if they are not an issue, the narcissist will not even wish to be around you. Okay? That, you know, if you don't have those toxic links, you know, you're not a martyr. You're not codependent. You're not obsessed about being a perfectionist. Hey, the narcissist really has nothing to work with. So that's like an insect repellent to a narcissist. They're gone. You don't have to worry about it. So that way you can be focusing on your own life. So with the narcissist is not around, that will encourage you, hopefully, right, to love yourself more, to focus on what your priorities are. What do you want in your life? Do you have children? Right. Focus on them. Get that narcissist out of your life for them, if not for yourself. Right. Okay, guys, I know I'm getting ready to get all passionate, <laughs> but this is something that I am very passionate about because personally, I've gone through several of these types of things that I'm discussing with you guys, right? I've gone through several things like this, you know, taking a lot of crap from people who claim to love me, but their actions always betrayed them. They will speak with their mouths that they love me and care for me, but their actions betrayed them every time. And to make things uh, worse or matters worse, some of these individuals actually was doing some brainwashing, right, on me. They, uh, they did not want me to trust what I felt and what I thought. Sometimes I would say to them, well, I don't really like what's going on right here or I feel uncomfortable with this. And they will, brain, they will attempt to brainwash me so I won't trust what, my, what I'm feeling. So I won't trust myself. I won't critically think. I'm at their mercy, right? Terrible. 
I've gone through some things like that, guys. And I know you have too. So again, this video is to encourage you to reclaim your life. Look at some of those toxic links and find out is this something that, you know, is an issue for you? Is this something that is relevant? Right? So again, I hope you guys have gotten something out of this video and hit the like and or subscription button and leave me some comments and questions. Okay, guys, until next time, take care of yourself. Mwah. Hello, this is Luminous Star. Welcome to the channel. All of you who are current subscribers. Mwah. Thank you guys and gals so much for your subscription. I also want to thank you for sharing your stories and inspiring and motivating others to thrive forward. Our channel is growing. Our community is growing. So I want to thank you guys and gals, my stars, so much. If this is your first time visiting Luminous Star, welcome to the Luminous Star channel. And I certainly hope you become a part of our star family by clicking the subscription button. Also, don't forget to click on the notification bell should you become a part of our star family. Welcome to Luminous Star. Today's video, your challenges are clues that a narcissist is too toxic for you. Please mind the description box below for further details. Don't forget to like and share today's video. First point, by learning to respect yourself when you receive the warning signs that narcissists are toxic for you is one way to thrive forward past narcissistic abuse. Unfortunately, many who have been groomed by narcissists to provide him or her narcissistic supply will ignore those warning signs. Okay, now this is something that a lot of us have done. And that is ignore the warning signs. But it's pretty hard to notice the warning signs when you are in the middle of dealing with all of the shenanigans that the narcissist pulls. And again, unfortunately, a lot of the clues go unnoticed. But as I stated, it's pretty hard to notice when you're right in the middle of a dysfunctional relationship with the narcissist or cluster personality. When every time you turn around, there are shenanigans that they're pulling. Okay, so it's pretty hard to miss the clues. Next point. There are several adverse effects of narcissistic abuse that continue to overshadow the lives of many. These challenges, which ranges from dysfunctional relationships, poor health, to financial issues, are clues that provide an individual the idea that narcissists bring a level of toxicity to his or her life that may be damaging, if not lethal. Okay, now some narcissists and some cluster personalities, they don't make idle threats. In other words, they make threats and they do harm. Sometimes this is what we call the narcissistic rage or the narcissistic injury. Usually when the narcissistic injury occurs, the narcissist or cluster personality, they express rage and their intent is to do a lot of damage. When the narcissist claims narcissistic injury, what's really happening is that his or her false self-image has been threatened and or challenged, okay? So they're pretty much their ego is bruised. So what do they do? Their intent is to cause injury, damage, or harm to other people. So they're expressing rage with the intent to injure others. It's like a person who's expressing pain because they're injured and in their expression of pain, they injure others. 
In the case of the narcissist and crusty personality, this is debatable, okay? But they do it intentionally. Some people, again, will debate this. Let's move forward. Due to the predatory nature and extreme loyalty to his or her false self-image, the narcissist is driven to obtain narcissistic supply like an addict with the worst fiend for a fix ever. One may begin to feel as if he or she has become addicted to the narcissist and or dysfunctional relationship with him or her. It is as if the addiction of the narcissist is contagious. Okay, and it usually seems to be. A lot of people have reported and they continue to report that being in a dysfunctional relationship with a narcissist is like being hooked on drugs or being addicted, okay, or being an addict. All you have to do is look this up. Many people have testified to this. You know, it's almost like everyone who becomes especially romantically involved with a narcissist, it's like they become addicted when they have no history of being an addict. <laughs> okay, it's, it's kind of interesting how that happens. But due to the predatory nature and extreme loyalty that the narcissist has for his or her false self-image, yeah, they do tend to be driven to obtain narcissistic supply by any means necessary. So beware. Okay, let's go over some common challenges due to relationships with narcissists. In other words, these are some of the clues that the toxicity that the narcissist brings can be quite lethal and very damaging. Financial issues is one clue. Another clue, mental health issues. Next, emotional stress. Obsession and addiction to relationship with narcissists. Obsessive compulsive or cluster C personality. Identity crisis, which can consist of enmeshment, low self-esteem, and low confidence or a lack of confidence. Cyclical thought patterns on painful memories of narcissists. It's like having these memories that keep popping up over and over again, like in a cycle. It's like these bad memories, painful memories, you just can't seem to get out of your head. You can't seem to forget. And they seem to come out of nowhere. Mismanagement and or misplacement of anger. So these are common challenges that a lot of people go through while they're in a relationship with a narcissist. And sometimes even after the relationship is over, like say if you go no contact, it could be two or three years later and you're having these experiences. Let's move forward. Tool number one, increase your knowledge on narcissistic abuse and the signs to watch out for should a narcissist attempt to obtain narcissistic supply from you. Tool number two, discontinue to mouse around the narcissist as if you are apologizing for existing. However, use discretion. Do not belittle your experiences about narcissistic abuse. Third and final tool, practice self-preservation in order to give yourself permission to thrive forward past narcissistic abuse. We really want to pay attention to this because being in a relationship with a narcissist is not your typical dysfunctional relationship. One of the reasons for that is because you're in a relationship with a person who has a personality disorder that is extremely fixed, okay? That's one thing because some of us, we have had 
dysfunctional relationships, but the person didn't have a cluster B personality or a personality disorder that is of that caliber. It is very extremely fixed. Okay, and I've heard it stated that this is one of the uh, this is one of the most complex personality disorders there is. Okay, and I'm, I'm just I'm just repeating what I heard here. Um, so when you're in a dysfunctional relationship with a person who has a personality disorder of that caliber, such as the cluster B, then it's not your typical dysfunctional relationship. And then another reason is because the cluster B personality is chronically impaired in two areas of relating to other people. And that is intimacy and interpersonal relationships. So they're chronically dysfunctional in those areas. Another thing that you might want to watch out for is that even when you are gaining momentum or getting your mojo back around the narcissist, just beware that he or she may increase their diabolical tactics for source supply, such as hoovering you back in, okay? They, they may recruit flying monkeys and enablers to emotionally bully you back into a dysfunctional relationship with him or her so you can narcissistically supply him or her once again. So you want to be careful or beware of that as you gain your mojo back, okay? Because they may resist. This does not mean you have to continue to mouse around him or her, but just use some discretion. And by all means, never ever belittle your experiences about narcissistic abuse. These are the references and resources. Please check out the references and resources in the description box below. I'm Luminous Star. I want to go ahead and thank everybody for joining me today or tonight. And of course, wherever you may be right now, I wish you the very best love possible. Stay tuned for more videos and stay tuned for more vlogs. Incubator of life through our lines.